I'm Luke Summerhays, and I love Rosalia. Ever since people worshipped the Greek goddess Aphrodite millennia ago, roses have been a symbol of love and passion. Today, roses are probably the most popular flowers in the world. They decorate gardens, from the palaces of royalty and large public displays, to the allotments of council houses. Red roses are given by lovers, single white roses placed meaningfully onto graves. Beautiful as roses are, every rose has its thorns. In British history, the rose has been an emblem of various noble houses, most famously the Yorks and Lancasters. In the 1400s, these two families led a huge civil war, known today as the War of the Roses. Responsible for over 100,000 dead, this conflict inspired the war between the Starks and Lannisters in the Song of Ice and Fire novels and subsequent Game of Thrones TV show. Roses are represented by Rosalia, the Thorn Pokémon. A small, fairy-like humanoid figure of spiked greenery, it has a blooming rose flower for each hand, one red and one blue. Oh look, another red, blue and green Pokémon. And uses the grass and poison typing. When I knew a Rosalia episode was incoming, I knew I had to get a special guest. I spoke to Greg Leatherman of the Pokémon podcast It's Super Effective, the biggest Rosalia fan I know. Did you immediately love Rosalia when you met it in Generation 3? Pretty much. It, it, it was... I was very, very drawn to Rosalia the minute I saw it. Uh, and then Colosseum and Gales of Darkness pushed me over the edge. Okay, what, what is it about those games? So the so the battling in 3D they put so much personality into Rosalia and you've probably seen uh, the animated GIF going around of Rosalia getting hit and then stumbling back and falling and then picking up and putting their arms on their hips and then walking forward like how dare you? Yep, so immense sass. Love from then on that was my Pokemon from that minute on. Also. I think it's at the top of Gale's, Gale of Darkness at the very, very, very top uh, after Battle 100 on Battle Mountain, you have to fight a Kyogre. And I couldn't get past it, so that was the first time I ever did Eevee training. So I Eevee trained a Rosalia to have max special defense and max special attack. And I got to the top. Kyogre used Ice Beam. Rosalia survived on one hit point. I used Giga Drain. Drained all of its health and beat Mount Battle. <laughs> Just like that. And that was like, this is my child, now and forever. That's really nice and pretty rare that the Pokemon you love and the one that's useful actually lines up like that. So, yeah. forgive me if I'm remembering this wrong, but I think you've said you're not much of like a plant person or a gardening person. No, I'm terrible at it. Like, if they don't demand my attention to keep them alive like my dogs do, I don't know what they need. I like the looks of them, but they don't talk to me (laughs) and don't give me the feedback I need to keep them alive. 
Okay, fair enough. So it's not that you, you know, hate flowers or anything. No, I mean, I love flowers. If, if I could actually, like, devote my life to plants and, like, I made as much money doing plant stuff and also knew what I was doing, sure, I'd jump over it. Like, I love the looks of them. I'm just really bad at them. And I don't have, like, in the things of my interest, they're up there, but not enough to sort of be like, oh, hey, this is something I want to do. Okay, fair enough. Some Rosalia Pokedex entries speak to the beauty of roses and their use in perfumes. Pokemon Emerald tells us, A Rosalia that drinks nutritionally rich spring water blooms with lovely flowers. The fragrance of its flowers has the effect of making its foes careless. Other Pokedex entries are more representative of those aforementioned thorns. Pokemon Ruby tells us, Rosalia shoots sharp thorns as projectiles at any opponent that tries to steal the flowers on its arms. The aroma of this Pokemon brings serenity to living things. Perhaps most interestingly, the many colours of roses, which people spend lifetimes breeding and cultivating, led to a rare in-game mention of shiny Pokemon. Pokemon Sapphire tells us, On extremely rare occasions, a Rosalia is said to appear with its flowers in unusual colours. The thorns on this Pokemon's head contain a vicious poison. The name Rosalia, which is the same in English and Japanese, is clearly a combination of Rose and Azalea. Rosalia is unique in that, after appearing in the third generation, it immediately gained both a pre-evolution and an evolution in the fourth. Rosalia went instantly from a non-evolving Pokemon to a three-stage evolutionary family. We'll start with Budgew. By breeding a Rosalia with a rose incense, or often just by catching it in the wild, one can acquire a Budgew. A small, limbless little rosebud, Budgew is very tiny and very cute. So, Rosalia is a Pokemon which went from being just a single non-evolving Pokemon to now being like a three-stage family. Yeah, they liked it so much that immediately they said, we need more of this. This this Pokemon is so good, we need more. And they gave me more. And I love it. Okay, so you like Budgeo and Roserade? Yeah, I think design-wise, they all make sense. Would you still say that Rosalia, rather than its evolution, is your favorite, though? Um, yeah, I, overall, it's the one I fell in love with first. Uh, I think it has the best. I think it has the best design of the three. Like, Buddy is very cute, but you know it's a baby, so it's very simple. While Buddy may not be capable of wielding sharp thorns and dangerous poisons, to any hay fever sufferers out there, it may be the most dastardly Pokemon of all. Pokemon Diamond tells us: Over the winter, it closes its bud and endures the cold. In spring. The bud opens and releases pollen. Pokemon Pearl tells us, It lives alongside clear ponds. It scatters pollen that induces harsh sneezing and runny noses. And Pokemon Platinum tells us, Sensitive to changing temperature, the bud is said to bloom when it feels the sun's warm touch. The name Budju combines bud with the dew that it drinks. The Japanese name 
Sabomi is just a corruption of Tsubomi, the Japanese word for a flower bud. A budgie with high happiness can evolve into Rosalia. Perhaps more excitingly, that Rosalia can use a shiny stone to evolve into Roserade. The 1919 American fictional character, El Zorro, is the precursor of modern masked heroes like Batman. With a cape and a little mask, along with a dashing hat, he fought evildoers with his trademark rapier, and was often pictured handing a rose to a maiden or clutching one between his teeth. Roserade takes the dainty Rosalia and exaggerates it into a taller, more heroic figure. It takes a little Zorro, a little of a masquerade bull dancer, and expands the individual roses on each hand into bunches. On Roserade's head, rather than a crown of thorns, it has a hairdo of white roses. And Roserade takes things into a different directions, and I've always felt like the bouquet hands weren't detailed, weren't as detailed as I liked as they are in the Rosalia form, but I like all of them. I, I do think they're all still great, and they all have a very strong theme to them, but Rosalia is is the one. That is, that's the one for me. And it has been in every Pokedex and in every game since, oh, yeah, since it true. was reserved. Since it, since it appeared, you can always find one. Pokemon Diamond tells us, it attracts prey with a sweet aroma, then downs it with thorny whips hidden in its arms. Pokemon Pearl leans more towards the Masquerade Bull version, telling us, with the movements of a dancer, it strikes with whips that are densely lined with poison thorns. Pokemon Platinum tells us, each of its hands contains different toxins, but both hands can jab with near-fatal power. And Pokemon Heart Gold leads back into those sweet-smelling roses, telling us, its sweet aroma attracts prey, then it spews poison. The more toxic it is, the sweeter its aroma. Hello, Loot Plus Pokemon. It's me, Jonathan Cromie, composer for the show. Hope you're enjoying the pod. I'm here to talk to you about Roserade, or Roserade, possibly. And yes, you heard that right. Um, I, my feelings concerning Roselia, when it was around in Generation 3, were pretty neutral. Uh, here we are with a single-stage, non-evolution Pokémon with mediocre stats that wasn't based on things that I used to uh, doodle in the corners of my notebooks. And it was Grass and Poison, which is a type we've been deluged with. It's sort of a humanoid flower thing, which is not quite, quite so much deluged with, but we know that would be in the future. So yeah, Roselia sort of passed me by. Uh, Roserade, on the other hand, I mean, again, this goes back to the sort of teenage edgelord thing, even though it appeared in the fourth generation when you'd have hoped that I would have grown up a bit, but um, Roserade had a mask. Masks are cool. Roserade looked like a cross between Roselia and Zorro. That was great. And the, the way it moves as well, like it, moves, it moves like a dancer or like a matador. I haven't looked it up. I don't know what it's actually meant to be based on. But, um, but yeah. Roserade or Roserade is actually one of my favourite generation for, uh, for Pokemon, and I just want to give it a little bit of a shout-out. Uh, shout um, that's all. Uh, hope you enjoy the rest of the show. 
the name Roserade, which again is the same in Japanese and English, combines Rose this time with Masquerade. I can guarantee everything you do is bigger than what I'm doing, but do you want to plug anything? Do you want to plug anything? <laughs> uh, you can hear more of me on uh, the Pokemon podcast. It's super effective. You can also uh, hear me on my actual play podcast called Very Random Encounters, or you can buy either of my two books. Uh, one, which is uh, RPG called Glitter Hearts, and the other is a book for RPGs called The Ultimate Guide to Random Encounters. Uh, just find me on Twitter. I got all my stuff there. <laughs> okay, awesome. Well, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. No, no worries. Like I said when I messaged you, uh, like when when I knew Rosalia was coming up, I just knew I had to get you on it. So. Oh yeah. I mean, I'll talk at length about this beautiful, beautiful, wonderfully designed. Book. While I can't say I love Rosalia as much as Greg nor Rosa Raid as much as John. I do like this little family. Roses are beautiful, historic, and symbolic, and Rosalia and Rosa Raid capture the rose wonderfully. Music for Luke Loves Pokemon was composed by Jonathan Cromie. Artwork for the show is by Katie Groves. Writing, editing, and producing is all by me, Luke Summerhays, and costs are covered by my lovely supporters on Patreon. If you like this podcast, please rate and review on whatever podcast app you're listening through, and please tell your Pokemon-loving friends. The podcast can be found on Twitter and Facebook at LukeLovesPKMN, so why not get in touch? The next two monsters are Gulpin and Carvana, so get in touch with your thoughts about those or any other Pokemon. Lastly, as I mentioned, this podcast is supported by Patreon. If you want to listen to episodes early and help keep the show hosted online, visit patreon.com slash podcastiopodcastius. And if you have an idea for something I could offer that would make you interested in signing up, Twitch streams, Q&As, videos, or content on wider topics, please let me know. And even if you don't feel like doing any of that, thank you so much just for listening. I love Rosalia, and remember, I love you too.